Welcome to Wild Woman Alchemy, where living authentically, sharing our truth, awakening ancient wisdom, and embracing our undomesticated nature to be a woman untamed. I'm your host, Ashley Wells. Wolves and women have much in common. Both share a wild spirit. Women and wolves are instinctual creatures, able to sense the unseen. They are loyal, protective of their packs and of their pups. They are wild and beautiful. Both have been hunted and captured. Even in captivity, one can see in the eyes of a woman or a wolf the longing to run free and the determination that should the opportunity arrive, whoosh! They will be gone. Women Who Run with the Wolves by Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes Welcome to Wild Woman Alchemy. This is episode number one, Through the Eyes of a Wild Woman. I'm your host, Ashley. And in this episode, we will merge with the wild woman archetype so that we may see ourselves, our lives, and world through her eyes. Welcome all my wild women soul sisters out there. I'm Ashley and I'm a wild woman project circle leader in Greenville, South Carolina. And I've been waiting and contemplating for some time now about doing a podcast and actually waiting on a really good topic to use to start my first episode. And I finally have one. (laughs) What more perfect way to start a podcast about the wild woman archetype than actually exploring a topic that is all about, you know, the wild woman perspective. So I've been leading a wild woman sisterhood circle for almost a year now. And, you know, Empowering women and actually building a community of women in a sisterhood environment is something that I'm really passionate about. And when coming up with, you know, and deciding about having this podcast, I wanted to be able to give this, you know, knowledge and support and love to those women who might not have the opportunity or live in an area that offers something like a sisterhood circle. So when I was pondering about doing this podcast and how I should approach it, I decided that I was just going to use the topics and the discussions that we do here in my circle as though you as a listener are a a part of it. So if you've never really ever been a part of a sisterhood circle or never really ever heard about the wild woman, I would highly recommend you to read the book Women Who Run With the Wolves by Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes. Trust me when I tell you, you will not be disappointed. It is the holy Bible to all wild women. 
And she uses these myths and tales to talk about the much forgotten, undomesticated, untamed, very primitive nature that resides in us all as women. And she refers to women as being the same as, you know, the wolf and the wolves and the way that we protect and the way that we use our natural instincts and how we are just, we desire to run free. But before we jump into all the juiciness that is of the wild woman, let me give you a little bit more information. So in the wild woman project circles, we like to meet up around the new moon time because to us, the new moon represents a new beginning, a new cycle. It's a time to set an intention and use the moon cycle to actually incorporate that theme or lesson into our everyday lives. And we like to use some astrology to really go and tie in with our themes and our discussions of each month. So we are actually in the sign of Aquarius. And in the new moon in Aquarius, you know, it encourages us to cut out our past or at least some of the things that we're still hung up on. You know, Aquarius is a cool and detached, ideal for making a clean break from things that are no longer serving us. You know, as women, we all have something that, or someone that isn't serving us, that we just need to nip it in the butt and cut them loose, you know. it It's a time of our innovative spirit, you know, it's off the charts with the new moon in the unconventional Aquarius. You know, this is a time when we're more inclined to march to the beat of our own drum. Aquarius is anything but cookie cutter. And this cycle will have us trying to figure out what it is that makes us so unique and so that we can share it with the world. Aquarius rules the 11th house of friendship. When the moon moves into this sign, you usually feel an urge to call your friends and make plans, you know, get out more and hang out with the people that are around you. So the Aquarius moon could also have you feeling a little bit more rebellious this month and more spontaneous than usual. You may crave freedom and a distraction from your everyday life. If you've been feeling stuck in a rut, then this is when you'll decide to change up your routine or break some old habits. Aquarius is also an air sign. So air represents everything of the mind and, you know, just being very intellectual and witty and being able to, you know, respond quickly. And those are things that really do also go in with the wild woman archetype. So some more of the things that, you know, go with Aquarius and the wild woman is she is definitely wild 
rebellious, and free. These are all characteristics of Aquarius as well. You know, it's a woman who just doesn't seek freedom, but claims it and she owns it. A woman who lives by her own rules, who is confident, who refuses to be held back and restricted or crushed under the weight of other people's expectations. She's innovative, grounded, and spiritual. She is an ocean of cosmic intelligence, a sage of life who forges her own spiritual path. A woman with extrasensory perception who can see right past any bullshit in any situation. She's bold, opinionated, and revolutionary. She's the freedom fighter, a light worker, a spiritual activist, very much the indigo adult. She is a woman who is strong, untamable, and unapologetic when sharing her truth. You know, she has that purpose to expand consciousness and elevate humanity. Aquarius is also a masculine sign, and the wild woman embraces both her femininity and her masculinity. She takes both of those and owns them. So Aquarius is ruled by the planet Saturn, which is all about maturity, authority, limitations, boundaries, and traditions. And Saturn is also the furthest planet in the solar system that can be seen with the naked eye. So going along with the wild woman archetype, you know, she also is an outsider to this very patriarchal society. And Aquarius is also a fixed sign, which means Anything that's fixed is like the middle of the season. And so we're in the middle of winter, you know, and winter represents the darkness. So together, Saturn and Aquarius symbolize authority, boundaries, and darkness. The wild woman embraces her darkness and authority as guide, which is a solid bedrock within this archetype. It encourages abundance through hard work and clarity, breaking free from the limitations that held personal growth back in the past. So let's talk about some more of the ways of this wild woman. So when we say wild woman, we're not, when we talk about wild, we're not referring to self-destructive behavior used to escape like a less than fulfilling life. The wild woman that, you know, is spoke about in the book is about a primitive urge to fully express the immeasurable and fiery compassion pulsing through our lives. You know, the wild woman walks her path with fierce devotion and unwavering determination to live life on her own terms. You know, the wild woman dances to the beat of her own drum. She doesn't care about the ideas of reputation or go with any of those age-old notions of how a woman should think or act, dress, express, walk, or talk. She follows nobody's rules but her own. A wild woman respects herself at all times. Her body is hers and hers alone. 
A wild woman values ancient wisdom. She follows her intuition and possesses an innate moral compass that guides her every step of the way. A wild woman is strong and sensitive. She protects the innocent and defends those who can't defend themselves. She supports, empowers, and loves all women because she knows that if she goes to tear down another woman, in essence, she's only tearing down her own self. She doesn't believe in these new reality shows like the bad girls club and being the boss bitch and all the backstabbing she knows that us women need to stand together and be the change to make the change a wild woman she don't play those games she has zero interest in deciphering your childish code of conduct she knows what she wants and she will ride solo if she has to she will not settle unless you are her match she is completely honest you know has that deep intimacy and personal growth from the heart a wild woman isn't afraid to be alone she excludes she exudes freedom and protects her solitude at all costs. Her world is full of wonder, joy, mystery, creativity, love, and adventure. So where does the wild woman exist, you ask? She is everywhere. She is the unassuming woman at the bookstore radiating that quiet confidence you can't help but notice. She is the otherworldly offbeat lady at the park who is dancing crazily barefooted, alone to the music only she can hear. She is the sweet but spunky goddess offering you a warm meal and a safe place to rest your head when you've lost your way. She is the quirky, tell-it-like-it-is free spirit with a rare and everlasting fascination for life. She is the friend who listens to you with her undivided attention. She is the keeper of secrets she will never spill. She is the one who got away. She is in every woman, and above all, she is nothing short of magical. The Wild Woman Perspective. The View from the Outsider. Tamed versus Untamed. Women for centuries have been socialized to keep their impulses in check. To be orderly, neat, to be nice, to be the bearer of burden of responsibility to care for themselves, others, and their surroundings. Women are often seen culturally as something to be had, grabbed, valued, owned, possessed, Based on their outward appearance, it's no wonder that we are bred with the need to keep it all hemmed in. As girls, we are taught from birth or even subconsciously nurtured to give up that wild, to be the good girl, the good daughter, the good wife, and so on. As women, we are socialized to be agreeable, to give of ourselves until we are absolutely and completely depleted as to make others happy. To be and to go along 
with what's expected of us from family and friends and society. And when we don't, we're considered too difficult, too bossy, too selfish, too much, too much of a bitch. As women, it's to get caught up in these kind of thought patterns because it's just all too really easy for us just to be a people pleaser. However, when we do that, it can be very soul crushing. But you know what? It's okay to be criticized for following your own truth and being your own wild woman with her own intuition. The good doctor says that for centuries, men have projected their inner image of femininity raising it to a consciousness that left women who accepted the projection separated from their own reality. They became artifacts rather than people. Basically, she's saying, don't be a Stepford wife, do you? So there are many faces of the, of the wild woman. She's the mother, the lover, the warrior, the dark goddess, the medicine woman. She is more than the aspects of the virgin maiden and the nurturing mother archetypes that the patriarchy has given women. The wild woman embraces and embodies both her feminine and her masculine essence. She embodies her feminine essence and is receptive to the gifts of the present while holding a vision for the future that honors the interconnection of all things. She marries this to her masculine essence to be able to produce and put plans into actions to give to the world. The wild woman, she isn't afraid of the dark. In every way, the wild woman is an outsider to this modern world. For far too long, women have been conditioned to hide their crazy and to be seen and not heard. To the wild woman, the current systems and functions of our civilized world seem unnatural and peculiar. As the world is beginning to enter this new age of awareness, we have a tendency to only want to focus on the positive and light side of issues or situations, thinking that if we bring up any of our shadow side or dark side, that it will only bring down our work of light. And this isn't true. This kind of thinking is not living in your truth. The wild woman isn't afraid of the dark, and she loves to stand in the shadows. The wild woman knows that nature is both light and dark, and that our greatest lessons are learned when we embrace our shadows. It's from the shadows that our growth comes from and brings us balance and change. The wild woman's perspective isn't just singular, but also applies to the view of society and of the world. But she knows that the first change she has to make is within herself, and that way she can project that change outward. The wild woman inside us all draws us to the deeper mysteries of the shadows. It's through her eyes that we are able to see not only into our own life, but also the systems and functions of the world that are unnatural, unrealistic, and disproportionate. It's with her outsider perspective, her voice, and her fierce nature that gives us the courage to shift and create the change we most desperately need. 
The good doctor says a woman searching for herself must descend into her own depths, into a damp, echoing cavern to sit and wait for that of herself which cannot be met in the upper world. To discover who she is, a woman must trust the places of darkness where she can meet her own deepest nature and give it voice, weaving the threads of her life into a fabric to be named and given. Coming home to your true nature. You know, connecting with our inner wild woman is all about surrendering to that inner wisdom and allowing her and trusting her to lead. Surrender isn't about giving up, but it's more or less about getting out of your own way. We are always our own worst enemies. So there are three ways that we can surrender to the wild woman within us. So number one, you have to find yourself. And what's great about the wild woman archetype is she gives you permission and allows you to ask all these great open-ended questions like, who am I? You know, what am I holding back? What do I miss about myself? Hell, what do I like about myself? What's my dreams? What's my goals? She allows you to find yourself. So the second thing is you have to find your pack, your tribe. You know, the good doctor again says to be ourselves causes us to be exiled by many others. And yet to comply with what others want causes us to be exiled from ourselves. A damned if you do and a damned if you don't. But if you don't have access to the support of like-minded women in your area. I know that there are plenty internet-based sisterhoods on Facebook and Instagram. If if you go out there and look, I'm sure you'll find a sisterhood that really does support you and will appeal to you. So the third one is find the balance. Again, the good doctor says, insist on a balance between pedestrian responsibility and personal rapture. So live your everyday life, but also take time to be committed to the change that you are trying to create. There's no pill that you can take and get instant gratification. We all know this. So if you only have five minutes a day, you have five minutes a day. Use it. If you want that change, you have to, you have to put the action forward. So find that balance. So using the moon cycle to really put in the wild woman intention, and this is my own personal ritual, is from new moon to full moon time, I'm going to spend the time to really, you know, embrace and figure out my own personal wild woman. I want to feel her. I want to see her, envision her right out, you know, like, what does she look like? to me? What's her characteristics? What's her traits? What's her shadow? What's her darkness? And then by full moon time, I'm going to give her a name. I want to actually have a name that I can give her. So like when I reach times that, you know, I feel like 
something's trying to tame me or I'm being too much of a people pleaser and not feeling like my most authentic self, I can call upon her for her guidance. And then from full moon to new moon, really using my own personal wild woman and applying her, you know, daily into my everyday life and being able to surrender and to trust her in her guidance and in her leadership. So wrapping up this episode, I want to use my favorite quote from the book. If you've never been called a defiant, encourageable, impossible woman, have faith. There is yet time. So thank you, all my lovely wild women soul sisters out there for listening to my very first episode. I am definitely curious on what you will name your personal wild woman. And I would love to hear about it. So you can leave your comments, suggestions, and reviews in the message part of the podcast, or you can send me a DM on Instagram at wild underscore woman underscore alchemy. I will love hearing what you named them. And I hope that you enjoyed this and you've got a little bit of love and support and knowledge.